Hello, everybody, and that would be my dog slurping up water <laughs> if you get in the background. Is it getting picked up? I was like, great, right? Great time to start. So, if you guys just want to hear a little bit of that for AMSMR. AMSMR? <laughs> if you guys want to hear that for AMSMR. <laughs> but, no. My AMSMR. See, I don't know what she does. That. She, she'll do that. Hi, Penelope. And then she bolts up the stairs. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Um. So, hello. We're coming to the final. We're coming to the conclusion of our modern. Well, our first month of kaiju movies. Yeah, we would say modern kaiju, but we we have not covered Shin yet, have we? No. Which is a very good movie. We haven't covered Shin. There's some <clears> other Godzillas. I should maybe... definitely go out and buy. Yeah, just buy it. Just trust us. You feel like you can trust us, And right? you think we're talking sarcastically like the movie's bad, but no. No. It'd be a shame if you didn't go buy that amazing movie. It's the third time it's all, all a Godzilla movie's been is a monster destroying a city and government officials talking about what to do. <laughs> Literally, though, Shin Godzilla... Really, guys, go check it out. It's actually really brilliant. And horrific. Yeah, I know it's not saying much. Much better than uh, what? Uh, what was the crappy nineteen ninety nine Godzilla? <laughs> you call that a Godzilla? Ugh. No, I don't. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> I don't know what that shit testrophy was. I just feel bad Godzilla. for Matthew. Yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah, a lot of people in that movie are good actor. Yeah, Hank. Uh, what's his last name? Voices Mo in The Simpsons. Oh, that is him. Isn't Hank. It? Hank. Not Green. That he wrote, uh, no. his brother wrote Fulton something. And I can't, for the life of me, it's A something and I can never remember. But that would have been cool to see them in an actual, like, Monsterverse remake, I guess. Maybe even as a cameo. Yeah, I mean, anything. Because while, while acknowledging that movie makes us want to vomit, uh, 1998 Godzilla, my apologies. Yeah. Um, oh, Hank Azaria. Yeah, I love him. Azaria, that's how you say it. Yeah, he's in the Smurfs. Yeah, he's in a lot. Brookmeyer. He he plays uh, one of my favorite characters in Mystery Men. I don't know if you ever saw that one. No. You haven't seen Mystery Men? Oh, great movie. I think it's on my list. You know, I have a lot of movies on my list. Oh, God. There's an actress who was in that movie, and it's her first movie under movies she's been in, so that's not great. Anyways. Yeah. But hey, we're talking about one that is actually watchable. Um, and actually pretty good. It, it, it was, uh, yeah. what did Rotten Tomatoes say about it? I'm going to mm. look that up. Yeah, yeah, look up that quote. So that was very it. stupid. Um, let's see. Yeah, because we disagree with it. Isn't that correct? Godzilla. King, King of the Monsters is what King... we're talking about. Not the shitty American 1956 remake. Oh, yeah. Which wasn't even a remake. It was more just modernized they, they and fabricated put, for Americans. Yeah, I like how that started of, like, your journey into this kind of situation. Because you were like, well, I've only seen the American Godzilla movie. And I was like, you watch that? And you're like, yeah, I like it. And then slowly dissolved to, like, well, it's worth a watch. To now you're like, shitty. <laughs> It's kind of like how when I first met you as well, you're like, no, I don't really watch movies with subtitles. I usually watch dubs if they're available. So now you're like, blasphemous! Because <laughs> once you get it, you... You get it. You get it. <laughs> once you get it, you get it. Yeah. All right. Let's see. This has got 
90%. I can't see. Yeah, that's come out 2014. I'm really trying to find... No. 20... What? No, it came out Seven. 2019. 2019. It doesn't feel like it came out 2019, I guess. Maybe that's because 2020 was nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pretty much. 2020 was the equivalent of driving past a road sign and being like, what did that say? <laughs> see, I can't find it anymore. I can't even find the consensus. I'm looking in images and I can't find it. Oh, the Rotten Tomato. Uh... Yeah, it said no story, too much destruction, not enough story. What? It's literally all it said. That's what a Godzilla movie is sometimes. Like, I mean, there's a story to, I don't know, Godzilla versus Destroya, but you, you, you're there for the destruction, in my mind, right? Well, I mean, that's the whole point of Godzilla. That's why I, I really wanted to find this, because it's just hilarious. Cause... Yeah. I mean, a story is a nice additive. Don't get me wrong. I would enjoy a story. And this one has one. It's just not a very good one. But that doesn't destroy the quality of the movie for me, I guess. Well, I mean, the new critic consensus is that Godzilla, King of the Monsters, delivers spectacular kaiju action and reaffirms yeah. that cutting-edge effects are still no substitute for a good story. So is that like a backhanded compliment? I guess, because that was everything that people bitched about with the Gareth Edwards one, though, is that it had too much of a story. The Gareth Edwards being the 1998 one? No, Gareth Edwards did 2014s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no making them happen. They're like, there's not enough Godzilla. Now they're like, there's too much Godzilla. Like, make a... Well, yeah, it's like... Pick a lane. Too much action. It's like, okay, it's a Godzilla movie. We're not... And it's not going to the Oscars. Okay? And a few years ago, you complained that the last one didn't have enough action. <laughs> like, what are you trying to do here? You know? Exactly. At least the MonsterVerse has more tread than, like, the Warner Brothers DC cinematic universe. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think this really had anything to do with Warner Brothers. I think this was all legendary because yeah, Warner Brothers... Which, which is part of it, but it's not... Yeah, well, and I'm just going to be open and say it because I have no shame in saying it say it go ahead warner brothers is not trustable they're not reliable they don't know what they're doing and they don't know how to please their fans they mm -hmm. think that they're right and they're not there's not a debate there mm -hmm. uh with the snyder cut being out yeah now at the which, time of us recording right? yeah i still haven't seen yet i've seen bits and pieces from what i've seen it's absolutely amazing yeah. i know there's a lot of josh whedon fanboys out there my my brother watched all the way through it loved it yeah there's a lot of josh whedon fanboys who said this was just a rehash and it's like no this is what Josh Whedon cut. This <laughs> was a rehash. If you think this is a rehash, like I take that, like something else we watched recently, which the review of it hasn't come out yet by the time of this video, but it will at some point. We watched The Hunt. And that's my same like consensus of like people who slam on that movie for being too much this or too much that. I'm like, if you think it has a political agenda, you're clearly not paying attention. You know what I mean? And that's the same with, the Justice League movie is like, oh, it's just they're, they're redoing the same thing. It's like, no, it's a very different movie. That's like saying that Chris Evans' Captain America is exactly the same as the new Captain America we just got in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. No, not even kind of. <laughs> I haven't even seen that yet either. He has a gun on his hip. What do you think? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm assuming he's supposed to be that American. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. like... A symbol for American heroes. And it's like... All right. No, that definitely doesn't bring up a Homelander situation. <laughs> exactly. But, no, um, just starting right off the bat, yeah, impressive with the designs. Yeah. Rodan amazing. specifically, his poster, if you guys mm -hmm. go look up his poster, 
absolutely amazing. Rodan was your favorite monster design from this movie, you think? Yeah. It was I the mean, most smooth. Yeah. It had like a creamy orange look. You you know, it's like, and I, and I hate saying it, but you, it, it's kind of like, you know, you have those orange cream popsicles. <laughs> Go on. And the way like the vanilla kind of can blend with them. Um, right. Or Arby's. They have those like orange cream shakes. Yeah, yeah. And they mix very well. And you kind of like, they mix them with like the vanilla and the orange. And it gives you like a very creamy orange color. That's yeah, bright yeah. and like satisfying. It still looks natural. Sure. Yeah, that's exactly what they did with Rodan for his poster. And it looked amazing. I mean, for me personally, for what we see of her, which granted is not much, but I still love. It's a he, I think. No, no, no. I'm giving my thing. Because I was going to say my favorite design from this movie is Mothra. Oh, okay. Like, this is the best Mothra's ever looked, I think. Probably the most true to... I mean, it's never going to top the original, obviously. No, but... no. <clears throat> but I mean, as far as, like... Realistic and... Yeah. Concept design, yeah, I, I agree. This is Mothra. the best, like, idea of a CGI Mothra I could have ever had, you know? Yeah, which... <clears throat> I can't say how well all the monsters looked... Yeah, I mean, some of them, like, that actually have names, they look okay. Like, um, what is the... Methuselah, that's the one that I remember. That's the one that you're like, oh, it's totally, um, the turtle. I can't remember his name. It's uh, gonna kill me. Gamera? No, no, no. Or Angerus. Angerus, yeah, you were like, that's totally Angerus, but apparently it's a whole different kaiju entirely named Methuselah. I liked his design. Yeah, that was cool. I was... <clears throat> especially looking from their drawing board mm -hmm. i was very impressed by yeah. what they chose to go with mm -hmm. and how they chose to do it yeah so some of the <coughs> newer titans i'm like oh it's just a spider or yeah it's just a mammoth you know yeah but i mean they did it with a lot of creativity and i think that's what really paid off they they got really artistic because the original rodan design looked so plain right and it looked like the random over-the-top that you'd expect mm -hmm. for CGI. But they really changed it around. I think they did that with Mothra, too. Yeah, well, the Rodan from the original Rodan movie, which, <clears throat> who knows, maybe a review of that will be coming soon. Tease, tease. It is quite possible. Oh. Being coy. Um, it just looks like a pterodactyl, essentially. Like a beefier pterodactyl. Whereas Which this, I think he, no, he is supposed to be a pterodactyl too. I know he is, but he's like like for this, there's like more detail of like the wings look like they're on fire and like yeah, he's got the the veins, the orange mm -hmm. veins and the horns. Yeah, as well. Mm hmm. Which is really awesome. King Ghidorah looks pretty great. Yes, they did a really great job with all the heads too. Yeah, and, I love the detail of each one being a different like cognitive thing they're yeah they're all solo they have their own consciousness and i i really like the how they chose to keep uh or how they chose to keep the um live motion capture for mm. the actors to do all that yeah so like all the snarls and different stuff they just had three actors crawling next to each right. other and yeah. then place that in yeah yeah it was super cool to very see very seamless that. very seamless yeah so i i actually found that to be pretty pretty mm -hmm. awesome yeah godzilla looks better in this movie like if you look at him between compared to 2014 <clears> he <throat> looks better in this one but for sure yeah i know one of my friends said they don't really like the new ones but that's also because of the kind of the design sure 
because I, I I agreed with him. There's one thing that I have personally with Godzilla, and that is that his head is a little too small for his body. Yeah, that I mean, is. Like, well, I mean, he he looks, you know, he looks like a lizard. That's the thing. Like they made him look like a prehistoric lizard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, it does seem like just a little bit weird because he's supposed to be the giant ass beast. Yeah. So I feel like they could have made his head just a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that, like that's the weird thing about Godzilla. His head's always been like not proportionate. Like if you look at like Godzilla versus Biolanta and his design there, I I like to call that one Godzilla cat because his face very much looks like a cat. Right. Um, his head is very small in that one. It wasn't. I think the first Gojira, the original, like his head actually looked proportionate. But besides that, even look at look at the design for Shin Godzilla. <laughs> Shin Godzilla is its own breed. Yeah, but it's like <clears throat> the head is again not. Pro- look, have you seen the size of Shin Godzilla's arms? <laughs> yeah, they're they're <laughs> they're T-Rex supposed to be like T Rexes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is something that I think that the Godzilla in here. Still mm-hmm. kind of has. His are much closer to his thighs, though. Yeah. But he can use them enough. Thick thighs save lives. Which this movie does prove. <laughs> it does, actually. I totally forgot about that. Oh, so we're not just being pervs. No, it's actually very true. Yeah. But great movie. <clears throat> Stellar. Stellar cast. Millie Bobby Brown. There she is. Yeah, and uh, Verma. Let me look. Yeah, up just keep saying it. Yeah, she's the. Um, she's in. Uh, da, 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 she's da. in a Bates Motel. Hmm. Bates Motel. She, she and Conjuring. She the. Oh yeah, she plays uh, Lorraine Warner. Lorraine. Lorraine based off the real Eddie Lorraine Warner. Yeah. Yeah. So we had Verma Formiga as Formiga, yeah. Formiga as Doctor Emma Russell. Uh, Kyle Chandler is Mark Russell, and then yep. Millie Bobby Brown is their daughter, Madison Russell. A lot of nice side characters, too. Let me pull this up. Who, by the way, I believe when you're hearing this, Godzilla ver- or King Kong, or Godzilla versus King Kong should be out. It's out today. Now. Yeah, so if on you guys HBO wanna, Max for 31 days, so jump on that. Yeah. For sure. Another treat that we got was having Charles dance in here. Yeah. That I was pretty excited about. Yes, from Game of Thrones fame. He plays uh, Alan Jonah, <clears throat> who's... I mean, he's an terrorist. anti-hero. He's a terrorist. I mean, I mean... I think we could call him that. Yeah, he's yeah more... Yeah. I don't give a shit about the planet. It's mm-hmm. whatever it is. We got, we got a decent <clears throat> set of returning cast from the 2014. We got David uh, Stranthrum, who played the Admiral. But of course, we also have Sally Hawkins, who played Vivian, and Ken Watanabe as Dr. Serizawa. We got Oshie Jackson Jr., who you know as Ice Cube's son. As, uh, I think he's Lieutenant Barnes, is that? Hmm. I know he was Ice Cube's son. That's mm-hmm. that's cool to know. Yep. Ashia Hens, she's the colonel. We got Thomas Middleditch. I freaking love him. Do you, do you watch Silicon Valley or any of his stuff at all? I haven't heard Silicon Valley yet. Very funny, it is. It is on my list of comedies, though. I've slowly been kind of making more time for comedies here and there. Very funny, dude. Anthony Ramos as the Ramos as sorry as the corporal. He was he was in Hamilton. I don't know if you ever saw that. Yeah, didn't finish it through. Mm-hmm. He's in Hamilton, and he another show that movie that's going to be on HBO Max later in the summer. He's he stars as the main character in In the Heights, which is another uh, Lin Manuel Miranda musical. 
Hmm. Yep. Sorry, I was also looking you at. Find that? Uh, because I forgot that Randall P. Uh, Havens was in there. Yeah. Uh, who was the he, he was the, the teacher, teacher stranger thing? Yeah, Doctor Tim. He's and on screen for a bit. He's supposed to be in. <clears throat> he's supposed to be in the Collector oh. Three, but there's also the thing that they're calling the oh. Collected Film. So I don't know if that's going to be two or mm-hmm. what they're doing there, but that's going to be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Little, little, a few more members of the cast I want to get through. Uh, Zhang Ziyu who any of you might remember from the classic uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon movie. If anyone else watched that, because <laughs> I freaking loved that movie. She plays Dr. Chen and another character who we'll talk about in a, at a bit later on, because it's a lovely, it's a nod to other stuff of this. Definitely. Genre. And then Bradley Whitford is Rick, who, if you liked his character in Cabin in the Woods, <laughs> you will love him here. <laughs> that's That's what I'll say. Just the sarcasm and the humor is there. <laughs> like Gary Busey. Exactly. But, like, not scary. <laughs> not scary, freaked out, no. oh, God. And then the last one I wanted to get to real quick, because it is important, I would say. Uh, Joe Morton, who plays Dr. Houston, who you remember was a lot younger in the timeline, but he was in Kong Skull Island. Who was he again? The black guy who was um yeah what's his name I heard his name but it like info Joe oh Joe is his name Joe but what's his last name I'm talking about the character oh Dark Houston he's the the guy who's helping um yeah he helps Randa I just forgot his 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 name in the movie the character well let me is. look because in this movie he's credited as Doctor so let me check Kong Skull Island I'm sorry I I I know his name it's in there. Let me just see. Da, 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 da. Yeah, he's with John Goodman's character. Because he did a great job. He was a fun character. Yeah. And they kind of left that open. Mm-hmm. Uh, as to... They kind of left that open as to there's a lot that they could do with it, but didn't reveal too much. Yeah. So... Brooks, Houston Brooks. Okay. So he he's in this movie though, much older, but it's like okay, so we actually have a connection between the movies. Yeah. You know, and like it's a it's a thing that's not like, it's not necessary, but I love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which well, I think they should tie it together if it's going to be a monster universe. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. And I think that's, like, one of the things that people are kind of, you know, I think that, like, they think just because it's something small, like, you know, a kaiju series, a series about giant monsters that they can't. Ironic that you call it small. (laughs) Well, yeah. You know, but people are like, oh, it's just a little franchise, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, but it's more than that. And if it's going to be an interconnected universe, there's a lot you could do. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's where, like, you, you know, you know, the one thing that worked very well with Skull Skull Island mm-hmm. is when they had all that commentary. Yeah. It was better because it was more of an exploration movie. Yeah. 
instead of a sit back, let's talk science, we want to see monsters which, battle it which out. Which is very, it's very indicative of a lot of King Kong movies. Like, the big bulk of the King Kong movies is a lot of, like, going to Skull Island, walking around, getting attacked by terrifying creatures. <laughs> yeah, because they're all things like, you know, what would happen if all these bugs were bigger than us? Kind of like exactly. Love and Monsters. Mm-hmm. Exactly, which well, I have not seen actually, yet. Actually, basically. Yeah, Love and Monsters is great. I have it on my Voodoo. Check it out. We'll watch it. We will watch it. Um, great movie. Okay. I was excited about it, too. But, yeah. So, uh, everybody, strap yourselves in. If you still need to see Godzilla vs. Kong, I know uh, it's available to you via an HBO Max subscription. Which every MonsterVerse movie should be on there. Godzilla 2014. 2014 Godzilla. Kong God- Skull Island. Godzilla King of the Monsters and, and Godzilla vs. Kong. And from, yes, from March 31st for 31 days, I believe it is. Godzilla vs. Kong. And you should definitely be able to check out some of the original King Kongs as well. Yeah. One of those being not Godzilla vs. Kong, but King Kong vs. Godzilla. Godzilla. The original third Godzilla movie in the timeline. Yes, in the original OG timeline. Because they also, because thanks to Criterion for being, for partnering which, with HBO Max, we got a lot of classic monster movies. Which not all of them we will cover this year, but we would like to cover them at some point. So, yeah, and just watch them because they're a great time and it's great. I love supporting these classic movies. And don't use that, well, they're cheesy excuse because no, 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 no. I just movies are movies. I just watched the original Gojira last night. It is nothing short of art. And don't (laughs) just remember, be like, oh, it doesn't look good. Hey, it was 1950 freaking (laughs) four with these types of movies. Okay. If these movies didn't exist, you wouldn't have the movies you have today. You wouldn't be enjoying them on a exactly. big budget screen. There is, like, I will say, maybe you noticed it, I don't know. Because we are next week, first week of April, we are reviewing the original Gojira. We're doing flashback uh, kaiju movies for the month of April. Just, you know, that's exciting to do. I'm very, I, I love talking about those. But there is a bit in the original Gojira that seems very, like, whoa. Because the guy says... Oh, I think your father's home. And then this is this is the shot. Maybe you noticed it too. This is literally it. <laughs> like it a... makes like she's looking at the door, and then it cuts to her face forward, and she's standing up, <laughs> and like it's a quick cut like that. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> it, it grabbed me. <laughs> I, I don't like when movies do that. That's one of the things no. in my short that I was like, oh. And again, it's a thing that I can allow pass because it's one mistake in an otherwise perfect movie. And it's very minor. It's literally less than a millisecond. Oh, I know. It's just it's very trippy. Yeah, it's jarring. That is one thing I did regret with my short. Because it's like those it's like those things you tend to notice and you're like, oh, man. Yeah, because How do we go back and do that? Well, with we... what you're doing in college, you're trained to look for those things. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I was like, it was my first professional short, so I'm not going to sweat it. But yeah, that was definitely something I looked back on and I was like, wow. wow. That looked Good job, Noah. Bad. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> all of a sudden it's like, oh, in frame. Oh, we're over here now. That's what you got to do. Um, When did, do you know, it was last year, wasn't it, that you released Hell in a Box? Yeah, Hell in a Box came out last year, um, so that is definitely up on Ice Super N Productions, yeah. or Ice Super N Films. One of the two, I don't remember, I have both. And One sh- of them well, I 
yeah. you're going to be doing for shorts and other mm-hmm. stuff. Well, be sure to check one of those YouTube channels in 10 years where he will be re-revealing his short that he released 10 years ago. <laughs> Which will be fun, because hopefully by then I would have made a couple of films. And... Yeah, and you'll just be sitting there like, oh god, I wish I had done this different. <laughs> Dude, I still sit, like, for time to time I sit and watch it, I'm like, I could have done this so much yeah, better. Yeah, that's the irony of it, man. Like, it. The second you're like, it's perfect, give it a year, and you're like, nope. <laughs> See, but... I would be, like they always tell you, I would be concerned, you should be concerned if you don't think that. Right, because exactly, that means you're not growing. I think that's like kind of like Tarantino. Mm-hmm. And while his movies are art, they're, they're essentially the same like, thing. Like Edgar Wright made Scott Pilgrim vs. the World in 2005, which I freaking love that movie. Right? That was 2005? The movie? No. Yeah, no, 2010. 2010. So I was five years off. Not that bad. But, um... Then a few years later, he made Baby Driver, which is an editing masterpiece. Seven years later. Maybe. Yeah, seven years later. So I'm sure, like, seven years from then, like, he's def- he's clearly grown. <laughs> There's a very clear right. growth there. 2005 was when the comic came out. That's right. <laughs> I was going to say, that probably was when it came out, along yeah. with, like, The Boys, because well, The Boys ran from 05. Well, the first Scott Pilgrim comic, like, the manga, it came out, and literally right when it came out, a month later, he got a call from Universal asking for the movie rights. Like, that's how well it did. <clears throat> <laughs> and he was like, sure, can we write it in tandem while I'm writing the story? And they're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> if like, a studio Great. trusts you, I mean, it's like Jordan Peele at this point. Mm-hmm. Can we do Scott Pilgrim if uh, the guy agrees and we can just recast some of the characters of different minorities? Yeah. Just <laughs> spice it up a little bit? Sure. And it'd probably work out really well because mm-hmm. it's Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele would make it a horror. <laughs> a lot of people... <laughs> yeah, but people keep forgetting, too, that he did a lot of comedy. Like Keanu Reeves, he did that movie with Keegan-Michael Key. Oh, yeah, Keanu. Keanu. About the little cat. Yeah. I wanted to get that. I saw it at Where the pawn shop today. Where is the cat? It's been so long. The funniest thing is I had uh, an ex, mm-hmm. and we sat and watched that movie. And I don't know what we did that day, but I don't remember that movie as well. Yeah. I Have feel you... like we like ate and half paid attention, mm-hmm. and then we're like, oh my god. Are they talking about Keanu Reeves? Mm-hmm. What are my favorite um, Key and Peel sketches? I don't know if you ever watched that show. Is it the Slave Auction? that one's great too but there's one um where (laughs) there's one where it's like aliens disguising themselves as humans oh god (laughs) and he can tell if they're humans or aliens based on their actions and my favorite is this guy comes out in like a trucker hat a mullet and wearing a shirt that i think has the confederate flag on it and he goes hey come on we got a group of survivors and the lady he's with like, okay, let's go. And he, and he goes, wait a minute. You're all right with me being in your group? And he points to himself and he goes, yeah, of course, man. You look great. And he goes, would I be allowed to date your daughter? Yeah, sure. Why not? Shoots him. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, so funny. He's like, I knew he was an alien. <laughs> no alien is definitely. I'm sorry. We're from the South. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, but Godzilla, King of Monsters, Jesus. Um, this is kind of a, like a, we're probably not going to do beat for beat for beat. There's yeah. a lot of drama that's like, if you want it in there, I could have done without it. Personally, yeah, but I feel like they also had to put it in there to like, to emphasize, least... push forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I, re- I rewatched it again solo, just focusing on the movie. And there's a lot of undertones that I think a lot of people missed. Like how it's a it's about like predatorial 
Animal instincts, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's the whole thing is, like, the main guy, he's a photographer of that, so he studies that kind of thing. And it's like... Yeah, he's very cartoonish in his whole campaign of, like, kill all of them! But it's like... You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, yeah. given his circumstance, he's pretty justified in wanting Godzilla murdered. <laughs> I mean, here, here's the thing, too. Like, you know, one thing that the MonsterVerse is doing different, which can both, as we've seen both grow it and harm it (laughs) equally is that the original Toho series of Godzilla movies just so happened to have a story written around. Yeah. The first, the destruction, the first movie was very much story and like suspense, suspense and commentary on like war and you know, how America kind of sucked. Um, and, and how humans kind of create their own monsters. That exactly. like lo- That linger for years. Mm-hmm, exactly. And that, that movie, I don't imagine they wanted to do anything beyond that. But when they were like, well, make you a sequel. And they're like, all right, what do we do? Oh, let's have him fight another monster. And then it kind of turned into this thing where it's like, it's still commentary for sure. But it's also like, it's more about... Messages. Yeah, it's more about... It's putting messages in a way that people can acknowledge them but without having to having it's, it del- immediately in your face it's kind of like how you find out three-fourths through the movie that zootopia is about racism exactly <laughs> you know like and, and it's, like it's very... just subliminal of like oh oh right <laughs> but see i like that because it's, it's, it's a very well done thing and that is one mm-hmm. thing that japan and that's something that i've always praised the asian culture for doing when just it comes general, to their yeah. media because asia is one of the few with their like anime webtoons their their storytelling culture always has some sort of subliminal message behind it yeah and is presented away like for taking example like ghost in the shell mm. how much of a machine can you be before you're not a human anymore you're just like a you ghost can have the of... memories of a human but are you really a hu- do you have a soul you know? can you operate without being a machine do you have right. your free will exactly you know attack on titan about mm-hmm. the monsters that we become from the little bit I've watched. It's yeah. like the monsters that we can become if we're not careful. Sweet Home on Netflix. you know, When desires about... become too strong. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It can turn you into something that you're not anymore. You know, and you can just lose Everything. control. And based on the series, you can play the same song by Imagine, Imagine Dragons every episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just had to throw that out there somewhere. I... Great show, great show. You know, there's a lot. And I think at the end of the day, that is what makes martial art movies so good. It's about Mm -hmm. the journey because each Mm -hmm. karate kid deals with that in a way. And I think that's one of the rare... Danielson, you have to do this, this movie. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and and you know, but I like that because it's one of the very few movies and Cobra Kai has incorporated very well. It's one of those few American-made movies that you can say actually has a subliminal message that was original and conquered something that was very relatable. Right. And can still do that 30 years later. Yeah. Godzilla, I feel like, did that very well in the 2014 version. Mm-hmm. When we started off, it was about, you know, kind of the the way that we were destroying Earth and just not giving a shit. Yep. Because we just wanted to industrialize. Nobody gave a shit. 
we had a president that wanted to help us, but a lot of people were like, that's not our problem because it's our world, and it's like, no, it's well, not Well, a lot of world. people had the idea of, like, it's not our problem because of the estimations that they've made that we'll have to pay for these consequences, and I'll definitely be dead by then. And that's yeah. how we shouldn't think. And that's no. that's what Godzilla is saying. I mean, in this movie, it's almost like the timeline is a speed-up. Right. And it's... And I think that's one of the things that shows when you really look at it is like one of the things, one of the core elements about uh, what uh, I'm trying to think of her name. Give me a second here. The doctor. Warner. The mom, Dr. Warner. Uh, yeah. Lorraine Warner. Lor- or not. No, that we're, that's the. Oh, she's right. Yeah, it's. Uh, Lorraine Warner uh, is from freaking. The Conjuring. Conjuring. Well, real life, but yeah. Yeah. Universe. Well, that's the actress plays. Um, Emma. Emma Russell. So Russell, with, sorry. With Dr. Emma, with Dr. Russell, she, her whole organization that she's working with, that Charles Dance's character is the main baddie of, yeah. is that they just don't give a shit because they know evolution is going to take over and they believe that the monsters... If humans are meant to live, they will adapt to survive to this new world. But in order to save the planet, you need the Titans because research in these movies have shown that their radiation has a way of bringing life back to dead things and she compares it to how forest fires happen and then the soil gets better yeah you know? like and spoilers alert for the end of far cry 5 because sure. this is a very it's, mm-hmm. it's a, probably a very true fact i mean we've seen it with covid and the pandemic uh at the end of far cry 5 is it five or four no it's at the end of five. Oh, five. five. at the end of five nukes go off setting up the in-canon timeline of, of New, Dawn, New Dawn, which takes place 17 years later. And what they say is it wiped out everything, the nukes wiped out everything, and then it became this very beautiful, flowery plant place to look. Now, people couldn't really let go of the old world for obvious reasons. Because mm-hmm, it's what you're used to. But, you know, the the Earth rebuilt itself. Right. And I don't think a lot of people think about that. It's that like... Is, that, that was something I... Yeah, go ahead. Continue. Well, people don't really think about the fact that the Earth will survive. Mm-hmm. People aren't making the estimates of, we're destroying the Earth. I mean, even people like... Uh, I was going to say Uma Thurman. No. Uh, Greta... Gerwig? No. Greta Thumb- Thunberg? Oh, yeah. Greta Gerwig is... Greta Thunberg, I think, is a little... She's a little... Yes, Greta Gerwig is an actress. God, my brain. Greta Thunberg, yeah, the little girl who spoke to the UN about climate change. And all those Republicans said that she was just a child, even though we're, you know... uh, Because what do they know? (laughs) Exactly. But that's the thing. Like, her awareness, she knows, like, it's not even just about Earth. Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's about the fact that humanity will go extinct. Yeah, the Earth she's still will... she's still young enough that her like mindset and viewpoint is still pure. She's not thinking about whether or not she's going to be able to fill her wine coolers next year. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like... well, where are you going to go if there's no no Earth that can exactly be like she's thinking with her head, not with her wallet. And that's like <laughs> where the moral comes in. One of the things that Godzilla this Godzilla movie did very well was question the morals of what what is right right between the forces of nature and human because humans have that whether you're a religious person or an atheist the the, the major conflict of this movie is is man versus nature mm-hmm. because man likes to think that it's more powerful than nature we're not there's nah, no there's not nah. a debate for this so if you want to debate it if you want to debate, debate it, it with yourself. here's the test stand in front of a tornado with your fists up 
Okay. Uh, don't actually do that. Or go uh, out and punch a tree a couple of times and <laughs> see if you can knock it see down. See if your hand is broken or if the tree is on the ground. <laughs> and we're talking about an actual thick adult tree, not a little twig. <laughs> that tree is thick. Yeah, go punch a tree with actual bark. I, I guarantee you your it. knuckles right. are going to break. Yeah, that's fine. Just don't don't acknowledge my dirty, stupid joke. All right. I did hear. Okay, thank you. Uh, um, no, I, that is one of the best things that I think came out of this movie was seeing that. Yeah. And having that struggle. And, because and, yeah, a lot of people don't like that kind of commentary, but it's necessary. It's necessary. It needs to be there. And, I, and it's something that has always been in the Godzilla movies because... You know, Tokyo's always wiped out. But, you know, in the in those original Toho movies, whatever timeline you follow, they become so used to it that they just... Whatever, man. They, they have a whole <laughs> money fail-safe for it because they yeah. know it's just going to happen again. Mm-hmm. But the thing it, is, there's no reason that they can't take precautions. There's no reason that we can't take precautions as people to not aggravate the Earth. Mm-hmm. Which I know for a lot of people might be getting political, but for the terms of the movie... This is less political than Shin Godzilla, that's for sure. Like, oh by... By 90, a country mile. <laughs> like, about 99%. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it, but, like, 99%. But that that was, like, one of the parts. Because as the Titans kind of take over... And that's one of the things I was kind of curious, because Rampage came out in 2017, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And they all were coming to this one beacon. Mm-hmm. And... That's what they did in this movie. They had like a beacon that activated. Are you activated saying them. they ripped off Rampage? Well, I'm saying it's just an odd concept that yeah. I figured that they didn't need to use in two monster movies. I figured they could well, have done something yeah. different. Well, yeah, and you, you yourself, you said you, you don't really categorize Rampage as a kaiju movie. The only way you kind of do is how I told you that G Fest, the Chicago uh, Godzilla festival that happens every year when a pandemic isn't happening, that they screened it, so you were like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it can be considered amongst the kaiju, but I don't think it's a true kaiju movie. Right. Same thing with Monster Hunter. Is it a kaiju movie? Yes, but it's become its own kind of breed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kaiju. So it's not... Like, if, it, if that's a kaiju movie, does that mean the Monster Hunter video games could be classified more as kaiju games? I would say, yeah, that's where it comes in. Because, I mean, then you're adding a whole lot of stuff. Same mm-hmm. with, like, Ultraman everything. Yeah. So, it's it's complicated. But, you know... Can't wait for Shin Ultraman. <laughs> that will be interesting. I want to see him go against Shin Godzilla. But Yeah, you're welcome. You would have never known what Ultraman was if it wasn't for me. <laughs> I did see it in stores, and I never, I just you never ne- give a chance. Your curiosity would not be peaked. <laughs> it, it wouldn't have been as peaked if you wouldn't have shown me, no. But it was always there. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Uh-huh. You're welcome. It was there. Just take the thing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, yeah um, spoilers ahead. If you don't have HBO Max, you can probably rent it on Amazon, Google Play, Apple, it, YouTube. It's fairly cheap. I mean, you can, mm-hmm. besides Target trying to become Amazon, which you're not doing a very good job. Yeah, um, again, we're not trying to get political. Um <laughs> You can probably go pick it up at Target or Walmart for like 10 bucks. Yeah, it's still a fairly recent Blu-ray. Like two years old, which... In stores is still pretty fairly... Considering how many movies came out in 2020, yes. (laughs) Yeah, which was little than none. Yeah, a little more than none. Uh, The owners came out that year, but not not many other movies that I can think of. No, and we'll... We'll talk about that at some point. But yeah, spoilers ahead for Godzilla King of the Monsters. Uh, I like how it starts off, because it starts off like 
during the 2014 Godzilla movie. Yeah, it gives us, which was kind of a cool, because it kind of had that Batman versus Superman feel, and I can't yeah. help but I but think that's what they is it kind of went off. Is it supposed to be happening during the 2014? Because yes, and it rolls in. It shows they're a in Boston, right? And didn't he attack San Francisco? I think he kind of went all over, but that would have been on their part that they messed up. Yeah. Not Godzilla's. Because they, they, well, because <laughs> well, they definitely, they definitely had the flashback of him and I, that, there was only that one attack, so I don't think they've seen well, Godzilla since then. He was there, and as far as we know, as far as his attacks go, he was, he went to Hawaii and then he was in somewhere else and then he was in San Francisco, but like, he was in, um... In the flashback, because they go to Boston, and then they go to their old house at the end of the movie in Boston. So I'm like, when the heck was he in Boston? That's, like, my thought. <laughs> again, yeah. it might be, again, it might be a plot hole that we're overlooking, or maybe there was another battle with a Muto that we missed. Yeah, I... There's always a possibility. He fought those guys a bunch. <laughs> I would assume that was probably a... Just probably a... What am I trying to say? I assume that was probably just a continuity error. Maybe. It, this happened. There's some stuff like even in the MCU where it's mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. That's not right. Yeah, yeah. Well, someone pointed out during the first Avengers, which can you believe next year that movie is going to be 10 years old? Uh, yeah. Um, like People are like, how do they talk to each other? None of them are wearing earbuds. <laughs> I'm like, no, they are. <laughs> like, for sure. That'd be the only way. Otherwise, they're just really good at yelling. <laughs> yeah. Which would be interesting. Yeah. But it's just like every time you see them going like this. <laughs> so it's like, obviously they have earpieces. Yeah, they have something to communicate with. Yeah. I mean, unless they're connecting themselves through telepathy. I have telepathy. <laughs> All right. Jessica's feet. Hmm? Jessica's feet? Yeah. Rick and Morty. All right. I communicate through what you call Jessica's feet. No, no. Telepathy. Jessica's feet. That's a nice joke. Yeah, as soon as I heard that, I was like, Justin, where are you going yeah, with yeah. this? And I don't <laughs> what are think you going to do with Jessica's feet? I don't think I want to continue down this road. No, no. <laughs> Not really for me. But I, yeah, I, I feel like it'd be like going on a, like, I, I, I know it's a cutaway, but like I, I feel like it'd be like if you went on a Godzilla fan art site like a fan fiction with mothra and it just scares me to even think because i've seen just don't bring it up don't have our fans google that well, no don't do it no, I, I, no, no, no. I, I literally Keep your search history clean i literally <sighs> looked up godzilla and mothra no and i saw no. one reddit thing no and it said a not safe for work photo and i didn't even <laughs> click on it and i was just like nope i'm, I'm not <laughs> i'm not even gonna try why reddit why <laughs> Because Reddit is a very... Is it worse than the sausage party thing with the radish? I, I didn't click on the image. To, okay, good to, for um, you. <laughs> I was like, I am not... Like, there are cute Godzilla Mothra things where they're, like, hugging and there's, like, a heart above. Or, like... They're, like, the little... They're little, anime little chibi cuties. type of yeah. characters where Godzilla's wearing... He's wearing, like, a t-shirt that says, I love moths. And he's, like, begrudgingly holding her hand. Like, that kind of grumpy old man type shit. Those are cute. Yeah, but the, then there's the others where it's like, and I know if I if I ever go to G Fest, 
I'll have if I ever want. That's wanna, a funny name. That is. If I ever go there, I'll have to wear a Godzilla costume, and if I'm dating someone, she'll have to wear a Mothra costume. Like that's just. I'll that's just, just accepted. The scariest monster there is. Or I could be like a man Mothra, and she could be a. Oh, I could be. I could be Batra, the evil man Mothra that you said was nightmare feel. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking about going as the scariest thing I know in society. That's a black man. That's angry. So maybe I'll just make some V-shaped eyebrows and put some Godzilla makeup on. Give myself a good year. You really stretched for that joke, didn't you? Yes, I did. You really, you really pushed the boundaries. Huh, no, there was a joke I was going to make, but I'm not going to make it on here. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll we'll, 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 we'll wait till I'm older. We'll say things that might get us demonetized, but we don't want to say anything that definitely will. <laughs> we don't want to say anything that will offend people in the next ten years. We want to wait till we've achieved that status. <laughs> you well, not, not you, wanting not to we, offend me. people. The funniest. Um, I'm okay with offending my people. We're all one of the same, don't you know? Uh huh. All singular consciousness. I can say that because I'm black, even though I sound white. You guys might not believe me. It's like how the Namekians in Dragon Ball Z, when one of them gets killed, his power is given to all the other Namekians. That seems like cannibalism through spiritual energy. You have to watch Dragon Ball Z. Okay, so yeah, Boston is destroyed. That Boston um, is destroyed. <laughs> There's fiery buildings. That Boston! Are, yeah, Boston! Um, the, they're both... Both of the scientists, you're going to have to say their last name because I was about to say Warner again. Russell. So you, Russell. The Russells. They're looking for their son. And we, it is confirmed later that the reason the dad, Mark, hates uh, Godzilla is because when he tromped through, his son kind of died. So, you know. Uh, they would have only had the best Russell of all, Kurt Russell. Exactly. He would have survived. I mean, it's the same reason our main character hated the Mutos in 2014. They killed his dad, essentially. Yeah, except those were mindless killing machines, too. Yeah, Godzilla was just trying to do his job. Yeah, and Godzilla, like, people... Some people say, like, he's definitely a bad guy. He trances through people and steps on without even thinking, and he does that a few times in this movie, too, and it's like... He's 300 feet tall. Okay, okay. (laughs) Asking him to look down to see if he's going to step on anything is like asking you to look down to see if you're going to step on any anthills. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Zilla. Can you please look down where you're Excuse walking? Excuse me. Maybe tiptoe through the streets instead. Mr. Zilla, comma God, as it is put on your taxes, which you have not done yet, um, but one thing at a time. If you would please, oh, that's a foot. <laughs> see, I I really would see somebody stretching for that, and I really would see somebody, because we just live in that world where they literally take Godzilla to court. Yeah. To sue them for for collateral. Well, damage. that's what they. That's what people were saying that the next plot after the first Avengers was going to be is like sue the Avengers after the battle. And well, I mean, like, it got there. Yeah. But like, I'm waiting for somebody to be like, like let's make you, a movie about let's it. Ask, I'll ask that. Would you do that? Like, let's say Hulk was fighting the Rhino, and in in the ensuing battle, your car gets destroyed. Would you sue Bruce Banner? No, because. Wh- he, the, the rhino would have caused more destruction anyway. Okay, would you sue the rhino? <laughs> he's now in prison. <laughs> I'd attempt to sue the rhino because he's the one who went on the rampage, not Hulk. Fair, fair. Or maybe, you know, in this universe, maybe there's a little box you can check for insurance. It's like, fire damage, water damage, uh, superhero collateral slash damage. villain collateral. Godlike it's like, beings. It's like in The Boys when they have that, uh, 
that support group yep. for superheroes that injure them. She she turned to Sub Zero. It snapped off. In 360 <laughs> degrees and it snapped, snapped it off. off. No, no, you have to say it like he does with the voice card. Snapped off. And um, <laughs> I mean, I, I'd be pretty miserable if my dick snapped off at sub degree. Oh God! 300. The most terrifying thing is you wouldn't even feel it. <laughs> <laughs> well you would it, it just would be like super fast yeah and you'd be like huh. yeah it, i think it'd be like kylo ren's face in that one little moment in the force awakens where yeah. he when ray knocks the lightsaber out of his hand he's just like seriously huh <laughs> yeah like what but then it flashes uh to present day don't say it flashes after i said that sentence you're just perp it flashes <laughs> Uh, to present day, where uh, Dr. Russell and her daughter are living in uh, China. Yeah, because that's interesting. Well, that's because that's where Mothra is. Um, it's a temple. The babe of the monsters. The babe of the... With all the respect. The boss lady. Yeah. They literally say in this movie, Mothra, queen of the monsters. And I'm like, cool. Uh <laughs> They aren't wrong. They acknowledge it. That's what some people also hate is like a human being would not say that she was queen of the monsters and it's like shut up. Just shut just shut up. No okay. one asked you, Vern, get back in your place. Get back into your mom's basement. Go back with to your, fucking woolly mammoth. Your braces and your nerd fedora. And your pocket protector to protect your pocket protector. Sorry, I've been watching too much Rick and Morty. You really have. And I've been watching too much internet. So <laughs> We like it down here because we can fuck woolly mammoths. Get out. This has been Film Nerds Hour. <laughs> On that note, because I think we've reached the peak of comedy, so we should probably retire. Um, no, so they're there because she's working and she's... The, the parents are divorced, which means they're part of the 50% statistic. You know of that. Yeah. Yep. If you don't know, it's very sad, but uh, 50% of married couples who lose a child uh, get divorced. Usually because they can't stand to look at themselves, and the idea of conceiving another is yeah. feeling like it's just being a replacement. Yeah. Speaking and as we'll people be... who have definitely both been married and lost a child, we would uh, I mean, no. it's kind of it's kind of hard to... I, I, well, you don't even have to be married to that. I mean... Married to that? You it's don't another even... human being. Well, no, no I mean... Alright. You don't even have to be married in that percentage to be like, okay, I had a kid and my kid died. Yeah, no, I'm saying the person... So how do you look at that person and be like, okay, I want another kid, but how do I not neglect the kid? Because it's like we're making... You're afraid it again? Well, you're also thinking, are we just making a replacement for the kid that we lost? Right. I would only see it as that if you named the kid the same name, but with the number two. You you see where it comes in, though. I can see where you would subconsciously maybe think that. Because it's like, okay, we're trying to fill that void, but we don't want it to be about replacing the kid that we had. Right. You don't want to, like, put too many expectations on this fictional child that you haven't even had yet. I gotcha. But, yeah. That weighs on Madison as well. Yeah, Madison, played by Melibaba Rao. Said her name real fast. Cause she's trying. She's also staying in contact with her dad. Cause you know, misses her dad. Eleven. Huh? I said the real weapon. Eleven. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to Deadpool in X Men Origins, but we don't talk the about what? that, do we? Deadpool in X Men Origins. Yeah. What are you talking about? That heinous piece of shit. Yeah, he was referred to as Weapon Eleven by the Colonel. Okay, there we go. I got confused. Or General Mudson. Because that shit catastrophe. Yeah. They tried to claim his. 
It's burned into my brain, man. I saw that movie before most people. Because apparently you can get pirated copies before the movie comes out. You just have to be aware that the CGI is not exactly done yet. So... <laughs> Better by comparison, looking at whoever did the animation. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> how many how many years of animation... How, what are your... Uh, something to be said. Animation degree in. How many years do you have in your animation degree? Two. Okay, let's have you animate the claws. Oh, is this the best you could do? Yeah... Um, you do, you, you seen the original trilogy though, right? Yeah. You know how their effects are much, much better. Yeah. Can you do yeah. that? <laughs> Can you do that? Well, I don't think I'm ready for that yet. Okay. Well, we're, since you already did the work, we're just going to put in the movie and pay you. Yeah. The bone claws, they like, in that version that I saw that wasn't complete, they step on them and you hear them crack, but there's nothing there. <laughs> this is very funny. But anyways... Um, they're there and they see Mothra come, she's birthed from like, was it an egg or was she just like, she she's like up. a cocoon. Well, she goes, she makes herself a cocoon later. But I think she's almost like in an egg. It was kind of like a, yeah. just a shell. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't like so much an egg so much as just a shell. But, um, they see her and she kind of gets distressed cause there's people like pointing electric weapons at her and it's like, freaking duh like don't do that <laughs> you know what i mean like it's like why would you aggravate something that you know is probably already going to be confused exactly it was literally just born and now there's tiny creatures with shocking devices it's like when you when a baby's first born and you just kind of take it away from its parents and then just start sticking it with needles and it's like crying it's like yeah stop crying baby you, you, you just took it away from its parents and started sticking it with shit of course it's going to be terrified exactly and it like starts spraying webbing and trapping people and it's 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 a fun scene but then they use this machine called the orca which is designed to like communicate communicate with them via like via frequencies and like sound first, waves first, first thing she tries makes it mad second thing she tries it calms down it's very nice but then um this militia troop i can't even remember what their name is i don't remember it wasn't it wasn't said much uh, <laughs> but it, it's it's led by Charles Dance Charles character, Dance's character who is a uh, they don't again they don't say his name much <laughs> Alan Jonah Alan Jonah yeah who which, a lot of people when the trailers came out for this movie they thought he was maybe the adult version of or the grown the the older version of um of uh of who played him god it's hurting my head. Tom Hiddleston's character? Tom Hiddleston's character from Kong Skull Island. A lot of people thought that that's who that was. Yeah, which would have been kind of clever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, maybe he turned evil or something. Like, I don't know. Or just became more evolution Cynical. seeing, like, yeah. oh, shit. There's a gods among yeah. us. <laughs> There's a gods among us? We, we can't really do anything about it. Exactly. But they, uh, it appears that they kidnap uh, the Russells. And that's when Monarch, who in the middle of a Senate meeting, which is they're trying to decide whether or not they should be told to kill the Kaijus or uh, not, because sure, uh, they have to go, yeah. they have to go and get uh, Mark, because if anyone's gonna know like about this kind of stuff, because he apparently developed the Orca with um, his wife, so they thought he might know how to track it. Yeah, which 
is honestly, as you can imagine, the last thing he wants to do. Cause no, yeah, because he, he's obviously estranged with his wife, you know. And it's basically his child, and also mm-hmm. is like, I don't want to deal with Godzilla. Yeah, and again, there's a <laughs> lot of, yes, there's a lot of, like, themes of it of, like, he sees a, he, like, he's taking photos of predatory wolves eating an animal, and he can tell which one's the, like, the alpha of the pack and which ones aren't. And then, um, they're on the ship that, like, it can fly, it can swim, it pretty much does anything. It's like the helicarrier of, helicarrier of, uh, Godzilla <laughs> universe, essentially. Yeah, it's quite a sight to behold. Yeah, it's very nice. Very nice. It makes me think of, like, oh, if humans invented a kaiju, probably what it look like. <laughs> Although maybe we won't, maybe we don't, we say that, but maybe we'll be told something else. On HBO Max today. Uh, <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. But, um, you know, he gets he gets filled in on everything and how they they went to Mothra's uh, home and then Mothra cocooned herself under a waterfall. So they're like, oh, they're, they're clearly somewhere around here looking for Mothra. And he's like, no, maybe they're going somewhere else. So they start mapping, like, Godzilla's power patterns because they see godzilla and it looks as though he's following the orca as well and there's a great scene where it's like he's he's shining his fins and they can like see him and they're they're like he's like open the blast doors and lower your guns and they're like what and he's like he needs to know we're not a threat (laughs) do it okay (laughs) he's like I want to kill him as much as you do, but if this is not a fight you're sure you can win, you need to do this. Okay? Which I, I really find it funny because it's like, oh yeah, little guns. Yeah. L- like shooting, whatever makes you feel mm-hmm. secure, but at the end of the day, 300 foot lizard with a, with nuclear breath. Yeah. I don't think it's going to take that much. Exactly, but there's like a great like scene of shock value, which I'm sure would have been amazing to see in a theater where like his fins are lit up and then they are I was lucky enough to see that. Yeah, and then he like I don't know if I was actually. He swims by and then the lights are on and just like like swims super close to him and almost hits him as if to say like, Yeah, (laughs) don't fuck with me. (laughs) I am the one thing that you don't want to piss off, so let's just make that very known. Like here's the deal, there's something way bigger. You cross me, you're dead. I will not hesitate. <laughs> the The amount of personality that they've given Godzilla to is just brilliant. Yeah, the, they've given so much personality to a character that doesn't even speak. <laughs> and is animated. Yeah, exactly. CGI'd. He is mocapped though, by a real person. Yes. Which is cool. But someone also talks about how he believes that there's uh, tunnels and slipways that Godzilla uses to travel quickly throughout the world. Which, you know, interesting theory. Uh... <laughs> And then they, like, they get to the base in Antarctica, I believe it is. Or is it Iceland? Greenland? Uh, Antarctica. Yes. Where they have, where Monster Zero is being held. Which, as longtime Godzilla fans, you know what that means. <laughs> Something good about that. You see him in all of his frozen glory. You see all three of his heads and you're like, wow, <laughs> there he is. And then they're like, all right, let's drill holes in the ice so we can blow charges and i'm just sitting here as an audience member like freaking what (laughs) like that's like like the idea like of a fan knowing what king Ghidorah is and the power and fear he can bring the idea that they're just like all right let's let him out to me that'd be like if 
somebody wheeled out Hannibal Lecter into a kitchen with a bunch of knives everywhere, and they were like, all right, let's unlock him. <laughs> like, I'm sorry? <laughs> Not a very good plan. No, you crazy. <laughs> Or just getting a bunch of people high and being like, ooh, let's see what happens now when we put them in a room full of Let's drive. Yeah. (laughs) Like, eh, not the smartest idea. No, no, not at all. But they, like, they go there and they're about to, like, you know, let him out. But then all the other soldiers come in. There's a great scene where the soldiers are going down a hallway and they're just getting grabbed by other soldiers hiding within this, like, plastic walling thing. That are, like... Just be smart. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to win. Exactly. And, you, like, one is definitely more outfitted, but the other is definitely better trained. <laughs> you know? So it's like, who's who? You know? Yeah. But then as, because uh, Mark goes in himself to get uh, his daughter and his ex-wife, he's like, come on, come on. And Jonah drops the charge detonator. And then his ex-wife picks it up and they both start backing away with like a mean face on. And then she pushes the button and it's like, oh, okay. So they weren't kidnapped. <laughs> this is part of the idea. Like, this was the illusion. Exactly. So they, yeah, King Ghidorah gets out. Uh, we get to see him do a lot of terrifying things, including but not limited to eating people with his three heads Using lightning to literally turn dudes into nothing. To dust. Yeah, yeah. My favorite line. Oh, shit. And then, boom. Just, he's well, it's gone. just the best part. He's just gone. You just see the head just look at him. Yeah, and you see like, lightning go up from his stomach into <sighs> both of his throats. And he knows from, like, seeing Godzilla's back light up. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. Because Randa said the same thing before he got killed by a skull crawler, too. Because yeah. he just goes... Oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah, it's very like, oh, well, I'm going now. <laughs> it's like, but what's worse? Because at mm-hmm. least he got, like, shinked by the teeth but yeah. gobbled up. Exactly. Where it's like, you have to sit and imagine, like, that's mm-hmm. like three seconds of hell just burning to nothing. Yeah. Well, and, like, the people that are just, like, the soldiers are trying to shoot at it, but I'm just like, why? Run. <laughs> Freaking run. <laughs> Get out of there. Let's throw little stones at it. It's a troll. Let's throw this stick at it. Like, no, you're not going to do anything. And I wish they'd make those smarter because I know, like, instinctively, but most people at that point would have been like, huh. (laughs) I'm dropping this gun so I can be lighter and I'm just booking it. We got a big uh, extraterrestrial uh, three-headed dinosaur. Uh, with wings with wings it's making a storm and it just shot lightning at all my friends and proceeded to gobble up it's gonna rise out of the ground like a phoenix and uh, I don't want to be around for that but then we see like the sonar starts to pick up like just and I'm like yay he's here Batman (laughs) exactly it just Godzilla shows up out of the ice and they're both just like facing off against each other. That image of them, like, standing across from each other, I want that to be on a painting. <laughs> it probably is It's somewhere. beautiful. If you go to all posters, they probably got it. They're just like, eee. And Godzilla proceeds to, what's the word? Get his ass kicked. <laughs> Pretty badly. Because like, like, oh, I haven't dealt with something like this with... This is new. <laughs> three individual heads and my tiny little arms. Or I have before... And he just was a lot easier to deal with. Back then. <laughs> Back then, yeah. God. 
Just like old times, mm-hmm. except I got my ass kicked this time. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I w- I'm wondering what their, like, actual dialogue is. Like, Godzilla shows up and one of the heads is like, ah, it's you. And Godzilla's like, what's up, you son of a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I would assume it goes a little something like that. Yeah, something very hostile. Like, uh, like hostile but friendly because they've been fighting each other for so many years, you know? And it's like, ah, there he is. What's up, dumbass? <laughs> you like- know? Don't forget, when I brutalize you, it's going to hurt a lot more now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but they start fighting, like, yeah, you get the classic thing of, like, because his thing, Godzilla's thing that he used to defeat the Mutos was his atomic breath, right? Like, that was his big ace in the hole that everyone in the audience was like, yeah! I'm going to shove it down your throat. throat. Exactly. And his atomic breath looks more lasery now. In the 2014 movie, it looked more just like straight fire. <laughs> Yeah, which is what Shin Godzilla started off with before he literally makes a fucking laser, laser beam, beam that also focuses comes out of his back. Oh, okay, so you just yeah. see him throw up all this like black clouds, and you just are like, okay. And then you see it catch on fire, okay. and, and then like, you see, oh, oh okay, it's gas, and then you see it, it focuses it into a laser, and you're like, oh. yeah, it goes from like yellow, orange, and then the purple laser, and you're like, oh, and then all the lasers shit. start coming out of his back, and you're like, the worst part is when he stops, opens his mouth, and you see all the steam come out, and then just the laser right after yep. it. And you're just sitting there like, Nobody. so don't mm. fuck with him. Exactly. But Godzilla, he shoots his laser, and King Ghidorah, because he's obviously he's aiming for one of his heads, he just like kind of weaves out of the way, because the necks are a lot more mobile than the Mutos were. If only we had a sound play, I would have played, I'm a fire in my laser. <laughs> I'm a fire my laser. I'm a fire my laser. And then he hits him with lightning. Uh, Godzilla's foot accidentally hits while he's walking towards him, and he hits the like their little helicopter two bladed thing that they were gonna use. The Raptor, that's what it. I think that's what it's called. That they were gonna use to get out of there. And Mark gets stuck, but um, Sally Hawkins' character stays back to help him, and they're both running back after Godzilla gets beaten down, and. They're running, and Sally Hawkins just looks up and screams. Yeah, and Vivian. then she's Vivian, and then she's just gone. And I'm like, no, you you were there the first time I saw this movie, and I was just like, fuck, really? <laughs> it became a Pacific Rim uprising. Yeah, I was like, why? <laughs> to make us care? Like I already cared. <laughs> it was King Ghidorah. Of course I cared. <laughs> why kill Vivian just because she helped him? <laughs> like, my yeah, God. this has been dead. I was like. And like they pull, they pull a freaking, they pull a freaking um, Jurassic Park Lost World where they pick up the guy and then they wishbone him each end and they're like make a wish and tear the body and I'm like, and Sarah Zhao is looking at it and he's like, oh my god, <laughs> like this is I've been working fun. with this woman for twenty years and now she's just gone. <laughs> well, it really becomes like a whole on freaking like I want to say. It really looks like sausage party during yeah. the kitchen scene mm-hmm. where you just like are just like death and you're like what so <laughs> how do we address this exactly and like what is it oh the force I'm unleashed sorry. i'm sorry king Ghidorah. you didn't need to eat her like that that's a tiny human that's not sustenance for you like what was the purpose <laughs> dominance i guess but, okay do you remember the force unleashed oh god best part when you start slaughtering stormtroopers and the other ones come out and they're just like they see you slaughtering the others and they go how the hell are we supposed to defend against that my favorite <laughs> bit start to running. do it was like how i got out anger with that game 
you force pick up one of the stormtroopers, right? Move him around a bunch, and then you put him on the ground and kind of just drag him. And as you're doing it, at some point, he just dies. <laughs> See, my dad <laughs> called me a Sith Lord because I would throw him into the wall. Yeah. Throw him out the window, bring him back in, throw my lightsaber through him, and then just chuck yeah. him through a window again. Because it was cool. <laughs> and it was like, huh, I get to shock you, choke you, and throw you through a window. No, that was the thing. Like, you pick him up, and then you just drag him. And as you're dragging him, boop, coins pop out. So you're like, okay, he's dead. <laughs> and then, <laughs> whoop, and you throw him into a bunch of other guys, and it's like freaking playing. It's like bowling. <laughs> Dude, if I would have seen myself as a little kid if i would have been in the game i would have pissed myself because <laughs> ah, they have guns <laughs> well, no it would have been electricity all of a sudden two people are being thrown through a window there's a lightsaber i turn around a lightsaber's coming at my face mm-hmm. it would have been like yeah it was a much more realistic portrayal in um God, what was the star wars game that they just came out with? fallen order fallen order yes that was much more difficult <laughs> <laughs> well because they they will definitely talk about that in an episode yeah uh but that was more of a paddle one yeah and it connecting was, and that made it as opposed to you just got trained by the most powerful lightsaber wielder of all time <laughs> next to Revan. yeah now kill some people uh <laughs> now it's like oh i'm gonna unleash all the hatred exactly with the force give me, give me, give me. but yeah so they get out of antarctica thank god uh and Godzilla kind of just retreats kind of ungracefully and King Ghidorah just starts flying away. The, the evil people who let him out are flying somewhere else and it's like, okay, so we're kind of licking our wounds here and just kind of like, fuck. Well, you know. <laughs> we have been royally effed by the extraterrestrial. Exactly. E.T. really fucked us up the ass this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Thomas Middleditch's character, who it's very clear, he doesn't say it ever, but it's very clear, he's in love with, <laughs> he's in love with Dr. Russell, because they're like, I saw her, she put, she pushed the trigger herself, and he's like, sorry, you're wrong, and it's like, no, I saw her too. Because <laughs> yeah. later on in the movie, we get, because Mark and him very much don't get along, because he worships the ground that his ex-wife currently walks on. It's like, oh my god! One of my favorite bits. Where's the hanger? I know where it is. Anyone else? <laughs> He's like, no, I'll, I'll show you. Come on. <laughs> Literally anyone else? No. <laughs> Thanks. Anyone <everyone>. else? <laughs> and for oh god, yeah. Again, you guys need to watch this movie because of all the jokes <laughs> that are made by so many of these characters. A lot of them fall flat. I will like say. the gonorrhea one. Yeah, they're like Ghidorah. What's his name? Gonorrhea? What? And it's like, no, say that joke the second time, not the first voice reveal. Like, <laughs> it took away. It took like, away from the gravity of like, oh, it's him. You it's know? like, ooh, goosebumps. It's kind of like at the end of Force, at the end of uh, The Force Awakens when you see Luke standing there and I was just like, oh, he's back. Oh, this is the beginning of a new trilogy. And I just hear a nine-year-old behind me. Why is Luke fat? And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I freaking hate this. <laughs> Worst day of my life. He was also the kid who the entire time was kicking my chair and every five seconds. Who is that? Who's that guy? Who's that girl? Why is Han old? Why is Han dead? Like, freaking shut up. (laughs) Let me watch the movie, small child. (laughs) See, and you know me. I just would have suitcased the kid. (laughs) I know you would have. Pick him up. Tuck him under my arm. Kid, you're coming out here. You're going to sit out here until the movie's over. Have fun. Don't get kidnapped. What? (laughs) You... You would have been like, you would have looked at this child and been like, 
excuse me, are you paying attention to the movie right now? No. Uh, then shut the fuck up. <laughs> See, my head probably just would have did an extra system went. That was my favorite. Uh, this guy was talking about when he saw the Lord of the Rings in movie theaters. And this is a guy who the books came out when he was in high school. So he's been waiting for these movies forever. And he was sitting in the theater. And this is Dan Avedon of uh, Ninja Sex Party fame. He was talking about this story. He's sitting in the theater and there were guys behind him who the entire time were quoting lines as the people in the movie were saying them. And the first time he was like, hey, guys, can you please be quiet and try and watch the movie? Sorry. And they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. And then a few minutes later, they started doing it again. And he's just like, guys, come on, seriously, please? And they're like, yeah, sorry. And then five minutes later, they started doing it again. And he just turns around, yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I've had to do this, people. I am literally one of the few people, there was a couple that I cock-blocked in the theater because we were watching a horror film. and They were trying you, to make out? <laughs> well, no, the dude was under the blanket, and I could see it. So I go over, so I take yeah. a big drink because they're making a lot of noise. And I literally just tip my drink and go, Ah. delicious <laughs> oh no and i just started making noise i was like and i start smacking my popcorn delicious popcorn <laughs> and then and then the dude looks over at me and i literally just turn my head and like <laughs> maybe you should watch the movie instead of doing that <laughs> and then uh there was another point where he, he was trying to do something again and i just took the slurp, the rest of the slushy just went <laughs> <laughs> and he gets up and he walks out of the theater. Yeah. And you hear the girl go out and be like, babe, where are you going? And then she takes the blanket off and she just looks at me and gives me like this death glare. And I'm just like, bye. Have fun. No, the worst, one of the worst theater going experiences. And I want to hear your response to this. Cause there was a guy who we could tell he was just, he was, he's, he reeked, he was smoking weed and he was clearly like theater hopping. You know, you buy a ticket for one movie and then you just keep yeah. walking from one theater to another. And he's sitting there. I was going to see Bad Boys 3 with my friend. And I get in there Bad last. Bad Boys Life! Yep, because I was like, oh, I'll just buy it. What do you guys want from the concessions? You guys just find us, or find our seats and I'll, I'll get the concessions. So I'm walking with like my soda and the popcorn. And and I give it to him. I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. So I leave, come back. And the guy, he's standing there and his feet are up, like right in my path. And I was like, excuse me, could, could you move your legs, please? And he goes, you can step over. What would your response have been? <laughs> I would have stepped on his legs and said, Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you. Yeah. You broke my leg. Oh. I was just like... I couldn't step uh, over. No, you can put your legs the fuck down. And he looked at me like, Who Who do you think I'm t- you're talking to? And I just looked at him like... And he put it... He did the classic thing of like... And then he put his legs down. See, I'm not that nice. <laughs> and then... We were leaving the theater, and I'm holding, I'm doing the very Minnesotan thing of like, holding doors open for everyone. Like, there you go, strangers, you guys have a good one. I see him coming, and there's a gap between him and another person. The second that other person walks through, I'm just like, there you go. <laughs> just let go of the door. <laughs> see, I am one of those people. Sorry, that's... you were a dick. Like, what do you the, want? I'm one of the people who will either A, be walking and kick your legs. Or proceed to step over them, but possibly. Well, step I on also legs. feel like because this was like a bigger guy, and I look like this, so that's probably why. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, at least you look half intimidating. He probably would have been like, yes, no problem, sir. I will move my legs accordingly. <laughs> but I me, just, I'm just like, uh, excuse me, sir. Could you move your feet? I think it's something about my eyes being wide when yeah. I turn around and I look at people the death <laughs> You have that like, I'm going to kick your ass and I don't care where we are look down pat. Meanwhile, I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> I just, when I'm in a theater, I'm just like, I am here I should have invited you. I should have invited you. Because even if even if I was walking and you were behind me and I asked the guy to move his legs, you would have been like, "Sir, move your legs." <laughs> I, I love intimidating people in theaters. I know it sounds so wrong, but it's just like a hobby at this point. The other weirdest thing I heard, or I didn't hear, a comedian said he heard in a movie theater. And then we'll get back to King of Monsters. I promise. Wow, this has been a long episode. But it's a special movie. Uh, <laughs> this guy was watching X-Men The Last Stand. Oh, God. And Halle Berry Storm was on screen. And he heard someone in the front row just go, I just want to tongue that bitch. <laughs> Dear like, God. Oh, wow. <laughs> no subtlety whatsoever. No. <laughs> I just want to go Monster's Ball on Halle Berry. I just want to tongue that bitch. And I was like, huh? <laughs> it's like sitting in that, listening to that coat room. Where uh, the guy is trying to pick up a prostitute and yeah. it's a cop undercover. And he goes, and you said, I quote, girl, you're thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. And you just see him do an eyebrow raise and point at the judge and go, uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like, all right. Right. <laughs> next. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of next. So, uh, they're on the ship, right? And then they get... They, did they get the message from her? I think so, yeah. Or is that later? No, I think that's next. Because there are, is it after Rodan or before Rodan? I think it might be after. I think it's after. So they go to somewhere in South America where Rodan is. He's in a volcano, because sure. He's the fire demon after all. Well, that's Um, where he was in his original movie too. Exactly. And, uh, they go and... They're using the sound from the orca they hacked into a PA system to wake up Rodan. Oh yeah, it's after. Cause she, so she explains her plan. Sorry guys. Which is, they're going to release the Titans one at a time. Because studies have shown that their radiation in Vegas and San Francisco, Boston, it heals the place that they're at. So, and they feel like human beings with war and famine and like pollution all that stuff we're kind of a disease and the titans are the fever so they they're gonna release them one at one at a time and they're like what about humanity and she's like if we're strong enough we'll survive if not we didn't deserve to anyway and (laughs) it's very like okay it's blunt yeah it's very blunt very blunt so then they start releasing rodan who's just like a giant monstrous pterodactyl like he flies and then it it looks like a freaking hurricane just people in cars and children go flying go fly and like one of my favorite bits is one of the soldier guys holding on to a kid while holding on to like a sign he's like hang on (laughs) oh my god (laughs) it was pretty comedic like it's horrifying but at the same time you're just you're just watching people like 
Look at them fly around like birdies. I would have been like holding the kid and being like holding onto the pole and been like, I better get being paid overtime for this bullshit. <laughs> and sign up for this. <laughs> I just, oh God, but, I, I love scenes but, like that. But Rodan, uh, <laughs> through various means, takes out a whole fighter squadron. <laughs> Like, of 20 jets, just by himself, via, like, doing barrel rolls, grabbing them with his uh, feet, grabbing them with his mouth. One guy, he hits, and the dude <laughs> eject parachutes right into his mouth. That was, was like, the best part. what kind of freaking luck is that? <laughs> There's a couple scenes like that where it's just like, oh, oh shit. shit. I'm glad I was it's not like, that person. One of the lines I didn't get, I didn't pick up on in King of the Monsters, or, or um, Kong Skull Island, where the the dudes are running from Kong when he starts throwing the helicopter, and the one guy yells at the guy who gets hit. He's like, "Zigzag, you idiot!" <laughs> Did you hear him say that? Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. And then he gets killed. But <laughs> it's literally like running away from Darth Vader mm-hmm. and being like, "I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make," it, and then immediately running into another Sith Lord who just puts his lights exactly it's like and they're like shit i was gonna make it they're finding their their big plane which rodan is following and they see that like they they work out because king Ghidorah disappeared into a hurricane and then they realized oh it is the hurricane he is the hurricane so they fly it into the hurricane and just kind of rodan hits him and they both start fighting obviously favorite quote christ they're killing each other they're like yeah and <laughs> it's kind of like that Jason quote. Ah, he's killing me. He's killing me. He's killing me. Which so, makes sense. James A. Janice made my favorite joke in Dead Meat, where he's like, and he uh, starts doing something to him. What's he doing to you there, man? He's killing me. He's killing me. Oh, that's ooh. Uh, <laughs> it's a little brutal. Yeah, just uh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. What's he doing to you there? <laughs> and then y'all got. You get the pervy freaking coroner. They were beautiful. Yeah, she still is. Eating a banana while looking at dead women. Uh, <laughs> dead titties. Definitely doesn't... <laughs> and then the body moves. Jesus, fuck, Christ, God damn it. Definitely doesn't make you a necrophiliac. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. You heard it here first, guys. So, <laughs> they... They fly and Rodan hits King Ghidorah. And then Rodan goes somewhere and, or yeah, Rodan like falls into the ocean and then Godzilla shows up and starts fighting King Ghidorah and he was, he's able to bite off one of his heads, which is very, very admirable, I will say. Yeah. But then they shoot a new weapon, Americans, the military, they shoot a new weapon that's going to kill both of them known as an oxygen destroyer, which if you know anything about the original, number one, that's how they killed the first Godzilla. Spoilers for the, yep. a movie from 1954. And number hey, hey, but you gotta give it credit. It is a classic. It is. And number two, it's the thing that makes the monster known as Destroyer. So, or Destroya. So, yay. Awesome. <laughs> Hopefully we get him, him teased at the end of Godzilla vs. Kong. I guess you people listening will already know if we did. Uh, tell us in the comments. Uh, <laughs> comments are always welcome. Yes, please. Plus, if there's a bunch of trolls, let me know we made it. Thank you, trolls and yeah, We got one dislike, and I was like, yay, we exist. I'm not saying this, so you guys just dislike us. That's not the vibe I'm trying to have here. I'm just saying no. 
that you guys will acknowledge on YouTube, we know we've made it when there are people who are like, well, fuck you, for no reason. Um, so it hits him. King Ghidorah flies out of the out of the ocean, grows a head back, because sure, and a bunch of fish come out from under the water, and they, they hear Godzilla's pulse, and they hear it slowly fade, and then he just dies. And Dr. Serizawa says, congratulations, Mark, you got your wish. Like, very begrudgingly. Which also, when they were like, it's going to kill both of them, Mark said, would that really be so bad? And I'm just like, freaking dude, read the room. <laughs> You're in the Godzilla fan club. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you can see a little bit, a little bit of regret on his face, because it's also like, oh, oh. The one person who wanted to save you to some extent. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, let's murder him instead. Exactly. So then um, King Ghidorah, he gets on top of the volcano that Rodan sprouted out from. And Rodan, he like, he bows to him because he's, you know, the king. And he starts, he screeches outward. And then all... <gasps> Best the scene ever. He perches up on top of the volcano. And just... And we get a beautiful shot look it up oh my god it was a fucking and then we just see all the titans just wake up wake up wake up wake up and it's like all over the world oh no (laughs) fun this is bad and they're like i thought we were gonna wake him up one at a time they're like that was the plan (laughs) and then she realizes like oh they're not gonna actually it doesn't look like they're actually going to heal the Earth. It looks like King Ghidorah is just going to use these other Titans that he's dominant over to destroy the Earth. Because they find out he was known as Ghidorah, and he was an invader from another planet, a false god. And they're like, like an alien? Like, yeah, I guess. (laughs) And that's why the oxygen destroyer didn't work, because he clearly doesn't need oxygen. (laughs) You know, I didn't really think about that, but now that I think about it, yeah, he is a cosmic being, so he's kind of like Pennywise. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> Air. Oh, <God. laughs> is that what you guys take okay. well, then again he is like... a living storm he's like an elemental to exactly. the system of earth i feel like if pennywise did attack me he would show up probably as a giant king Ghidorah, and i'd be like well, i'm peeing my pants <laughs> would you really need to be that look at the paul bunyan <laughs> yeah exactly Ugh. i used to have nightmares about being at the mall of america and seeing the animatronic with his thing and his well, eyes would light you're up and afraid i was like of animatronics <laughs> No, but there's nothing scarier than a barking animatronic dog and then seeing, like, a 30-foot motherfucking animatronic with glowing eyes holding a giant axe moving his hands. The axe that spins with people in it. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm sitting there like, no. Hell no. No. If that falls, no. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Trust me, they spend millions of dollars on maintenance each year to make sure that does not happen. Hey, hey. There are people who cut corners. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, and then we get disastrous, <laughs> but like merciful. Final Destination roller coaster. Final Destination roller coaster, um, which now made me scared to go on roller coasters again. Deepwater Horizon, that was the thing they skimped on, like freaking checking the the concrete plating for the oil rig, and that's why they had like that oil barge just explode. Yep. But anyways, they uh. So they end up, so they end up, uh, like, all the monsters are just destroying, freaking everywhere, and Maddie, the daughter, because they're actually, they're, they are near Boston, so Maddie decides to grab the orca, and 
she starts playing it over the like the Red Sox intercom system to try and get the the kaiju the Titans to stop, which they do stop for a bit. But then King Ghidorah starts moving towards there. So then they kind of split into two groups of like, okay, so soldier guys, you're going to go and you're going to hold off King Ghidorah while we activate this second bit of the plan because Mothra showed up full Mothra because her, um, Dr. Shen, her twin was there, which is a nod to how there's always the two priestesses who are identical twins with Mothra. And yep. she's like, oh, from a line of twins, like four generations. From uh, the original Toho. Yes. Masterpiece. Masterpiece. Uh, I keep forgetting I have Rebirth of Mothra, so I need to watch those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I got this for you. Um, this is true. So he, so they're like, oh, she's, she's symbiotically communicating with Godzilla. And they're like, so they have like a thing. And they're like, interspecies relations isn't uncommon. And I'm like, guys. <laughs> Can we Stop not... making the jokes. That take away. Like I'm okay with jokes. I love jokes. You know that. But when it's a serious moment with magnitude to it, and you're making jokes, I don't need to think about from a it. lizard dick going into a butterfly vagina. Exactly. I don't need to think about it. They're like, I how don't do want we... to think no. about it. It, it. It's like thinking about how Charlie Day was trying to bang a kaiju brain. Like no, no. I don't want to think about it. So I don't they... want to know it exists. Bye. See Pacific Rim Two review on uh, Nerds Hour on YouTube. Uh, yeah, you guys will enjoy that one. You'll enjoy how angry you are. Have you listened back to that episode? You are no, pissed. No, I am not. <laughs> but they end up, uh, they're like, all right, we're going to take a submarine and we're going to find Godzilla because maybe we can use a nuke to jumpstart him in a way, you know? Because Mothra showing up means that he's not dead, you know? So they fly the submarine. It gets sucked into a wormhole and then they're in like the ventilation, like underground tunnels that the guy was talking about. And they see Godzilla's, like, home, which it looks like an ancient temple, and it, the design is great. It really makes it feel like at one point Godzilla was worshipped, you know? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, the place is so radiation-filled that when they got pulled in, uh, they can no longer launch nukes. So, and who, and they realize, they're like, can we just put it there, set a timer, come back? And they're like, no, the radiation in that place is so heavy Whoever does it, they'll die anyway. So Dr. Sarazawa was like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> like, if anyone's got to go, it should be the older guy. <laughs> the guy who knows most and appreciates the mm-hmm. one creature that can save us. Yeah, and the guy goes through him realistically what's going to happen to his body with the radiation. He's like, all right, you're going to start to feel lightheaded. Uh, then your vision's going to start to go, but I'm putting drugs in the suit so it doesn't hurt that bad. <laughs> It was a pleasure, sir. <laughs> Which is the sucky part, because you, you have to imagine, oh shit, he's got to experience all that before he dies. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's not just going to, like, peacefully all nice and go to sleep. No, like this when, is suffering. <laughs> like when Thor goes to make Stormbreaker. Exactly. Like the literally one thing that has a key role in keeping survival. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As a weapon, and you're just sitting there like, oh, it's going to be very painful and what probably is, will kill you. What's that line that, uh... The giant dwarf has... the. You'll be taking the force of a full star. Which it could will, kill you. It could kill you. Only if I die. Yes, that's what, what killing, killing you, you means. means. It's like, did you see the Mortal Kombat trailer? Yes. <laughs> Favorite line. It's a birthmark. What do you mean? He was born with it. No shit. 
Oh, one of those birthmarks. Sure. <laughs> yeah, the one that looks like his and hers, and I saw this one other chick and exactly. guy. No, but it's those. just like, it's a birthmark. What do you mean? He was born with it. No, I know what a birthmark is. <laughs> he was born with it. No shit. Wait, at birth? No. I'm just giving slack to that trailer. But um, he ends up bringing the nuke there and blowing it up. And he says, goodbye, old friend, as we see a gigantic explosion. And then the explosion also pushes the, the, um, the sub back out into open water. And we see Godzilla. And he's way bigger, way bigger than he was. Like, dude is beefed. He went Shin Godzilla level. Yeah, he was huge. Size-wise, freaking huge. So then he goes to Boston, and they're like, oh, we sh- oh, they're going to do a little Dr. Shirazawa, let him fight type action. And they're like, no, this time we join the fight. And I'm like, you're choosing now to be epic? You took so many serious moments and made them funny. <laughs> and also it's like, Godzilla's like, okay, fuck off. Yeah, we're Literally, <laughs> the one human that I let close to me, and I, it's partially because I was weak, the other part is he knew, and I could sense he was going to revive me because he yeah. saw me as an ally. Mm-hmm. The rest of you... You're fucking piece of shit. You exactly. let me die. You're the ones who killed me. So go away. Exactly. <laughs> so he ends up like huge fight between him and King Ghidorah. It looks like it's going in Ghidorah's favor. And then we get Mothra's like revised theme, which all the revised themes in this are freaking fantastic. Like oh, Mothra's Mothra. theme, Godzilla's theme. They're all beautiful. But she flies down, hits him with webs, but then King Ghidorah calls and Rodan and Mothra start fighting. So there's like, there's two god, there's two kaijus fighting here, two fighting here. And Mothra like freaking hits Rodan with like her stinger and he like falls down. And Godzilla gets freaking wrecked. And the whole other thing is like Godzilla, he's, he's got so much nuclear radiation that they're like, he's going to explode in any second. You know? Yeah. And... Also, they're all looking... Which from... is a nod to... You gotta say what that's a nod to. Godzilla versus Destroyer? Yeah. Yeah. Where he blows up at the end and melts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then later on we get an even bigger nod to that. But... So they... A, a, a team lands and they start looking for Madison. And both the parents, like, team up at a point and they're driving and they're arguing. <laughs> and one of the guys is like, If I had this... He's like, I get what this girl's coming from. What do you mean? If I had these two as parents, I'd run away from home too. And they stop the car. What did you just say? He's like, I said if I had you two as parents, I'd run away from home too. And they're like, home. And it's like, I thought you were going to talk about how he insulted your parenting on a cellular level. <laughs> and it was accurate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, they chose that as an epiphany of like, that's where she is. And they find her and... Godzilla gets the shit kicked out of him again. <laughs> and then Mothra, like, tries to fly towards Ghidorah to attack him, but she gets hit, too. And then she kind of, like, dies on top of Godzilla's body and, like, kind of just disappears into nothingness. And I was like, no! Becomes, like, vaporized into soul. Well, and the thing about Mothra is she rebirths her itself. Exactly. Like... And that happens every time. But then they're like, all right, we gotta... We gotta get Godzilla time to heal. So she's like, I'll take the Orca and start it up so it can distract. But she realizes it has to distract him longer. So she starts driving with it. So she's doing the self-sacrifice thing. Because she knows her daughter's gonna be okay. Because she has the dad. You know? Yeah. It's still like, oh. It's, it's still very sad. 
It's very sad. Because the family gets wiped out. Yeah, they fly away, and she's just sitting there, and it's like, no! It's very sad. But then um, she lived live the, the king. king, and we see Godzilla's full flame Godzilla mode, which is also a not to destroy, where he's just like huge, red, fiery. He's walking, and melting. things are melting. Buildings, solid objects, melting. And he just has like scars on his face, and it looks so badass. And then he just like... Release a pulse of energy. Releases a pulse that looks like Mothra's wings. It disintegrates Ghidorah's wings. Second time, two of Ghidorah's heads gone. Third time, Ghidorah falls down, stomps on his stomach, and blows him the frick up. And then you see Ghidorah's head come out of the smoke, and you're like, no, he's still alive? No, he's just in Godzilla's mouth, and Godzilla vaporizes him. By blasting through him. And they're like, whew, good thing he's on our side. Yeah, for now. <laughs> it's like, so you really think it would have been an idea to really piss him off and exactly. fuck with him? <laughs> and, like, all of the kaiju, including Rodan, like, they all walk up to him and just bow, you know, because he is the alpha titan now. And that's kind of how it ends. But then we get a post credit scene. You take it away here, sweetheart. Which we get a... Charles Dance's character who comes and realizes there's a mecha possibility for Ghidorah's, one of Ghidorah's heads. Yes. Which, again, with that movie being out now, you'll know if that's how it is, but they've already said that's how it is. Because, yes, King Ghidorah's head that was torn off, someone fished it out of the water. Yeah. So he buys it. And that's kind of how it ends. And there's also, like, there's also newspaper articles that pop up of like, oh, um, Mothra, uh, giant egg found in the ocean, uh, you know, Kong leaving Skull Island, like all this stuff. Yeah, I like how post the post credit scenes always allude to something. Yeah, always read, read everything that you see on the <laughs> on the back, and like uh, one was new forest growing growing in the Sahara, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. So yeah, overall, um, as far as monster fights go. Great. Story, you might be disappointed from this one. But Story, again, I'm going to give a 6.2. Yeah, the again. action, I'm going to give like a 9. 9.8. 9.8. Yeah, me too. I, yeah, again, the story, it's just like their issue was they took every serious moment that they had and just kind of were like, joke, joke, joke. And it's like, no, we want, <laughs> we want human beings, please. And even if they would do it serious, I'd still only say it'd probably be about a solid seven. Yeah, seven and a half maybe. If Too it much drama serious. for a... Yeah, again, it's like, yeah, they had humans in the Godzilla movies, but they took more of a backseat usually. Like I said at the beginning, it, it was more of a... It just so happened to be surrounded, like the MCU. Mm-hmm. It just so happened superheroes are popping up in the world. Exactly. Exactly. With the original Godzilla, it just so happens the government is now figuring out <laughs> that they need to figure out how to ally with Godzilla whenever he's pissed off. Exactly. And PMSs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I enjoyed this movie. i definitely check it out if you guys enjoyed this. Um, and yes, uh, at the time of this video coming out, or also coming out on Spotify and Anchor, it is the 31st of March, which means you can go on HBO Max right now and watch Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah, which we will time. be reviewing. Yes, uh, April 2nd, so in two days, Friday, our review for that will come out. We you guys will promise be you. That. So, without further ado, guys. Yes, uh, be sure to follow us on all socials, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube. Instagram, we got mm-hmm. that too, and a group on Facebook. Yep. So feel free to follow us there and yep. keep up to date. 
Our Instagram also has email, so if you guys want to suggest anything to us, let us know. Yes, and without further ado, he has been Nathaniel Shoemaker. He's been Noah Sweeta. This has been Film Nerds Hour. Hey, so long, everyone. <laughs>